Hello, 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 paranormal fanatics. I hope you're doing well on this wonderful Saturday night. Um, hopefully the weather hasn't hit you guys too much. Um, we're lucky and worst part bypassed us. Um, if you could hear me, give me a thumbs up so I know I'm not just talking to a screen. And yes, it wouldn't be a show if I wasn't late there, Mr. Uh, Lee, but you know, only bus driver in the world that's always late for everything else but his job. And <laughs> I'm late there too, but hey, you know, who knows? Jason, <laughs> ah, don't, don't team up on me now. Don't start doing all that. So we have a wonder, wonderful show tonight. Um, we're just going to kind of wing it. Uh, I had a bunch of notes that I wrote down, but turned out they were recipes for uh, new beer, so I don't think they want to answer questions about that. So, without further ado, let's bring on Glenn. Hey! How you doing, Glenn? Good, how you and, doing? Uh, I'm doing well. Is that music a little too loud? I can hear it. Knock it down just a tad so people don't, don't worry about yelling over us or whatever. And, uh, Mario, Mario, how how would how do you pronounce that? Mario, that's fine. Mario that's is fine. Okay. Um, so, gentlemen, how are you doing tonight? Just living the dream. That's right. <laughs> Me too. Um, yeah, long day at work today, so I kind of figure it'd be a good day to just kind of wing it, and uh, you know, we all love wings, right? You you oh, were yeah. working today. I worked all day today. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. I see they're already teaming up on me there. Yeah, I see this. Those are a couple members of Wasp. They they love to kind of jump in and give me a hard time. Not not to support me. No, no, no. We can't have that. Gotta keep you on the toes. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> um. Jason says, "I just hope ninety-two point three gold will want to interview us." us again after scott's delay <laughs> yeah i'm late on just about everything uh local radio station uh, okay. around the halloween time likes to interview us two years now this time we're about 15 minutes late getting signed in and getting everything together because they do zoom and uh so you know sometimes things happen right no problem at all viewing is supporting there we go that is true that is true um so let's keep this a, a quick and simple start. Um, if you guys will start, say, Glenn, uh, introduce yourself, uh, what role you are in your team. Sure. Uh, my name is Glenn Laycock, and I'm the founder and director of Canadian Paranormal Investigations. Uh, we've been, I've been actually involved in the paranormal world. I think this will be coming up on about 14 years now. Um, and uh, the, the team that we have together right now, I, I started about two years ago. Before that, I had another team. And then before that, I was with another group. So I've been, I've been kicking around for, for quite a while. Um, and uh, yeah, I just love it. I, I think the biggest thing with us is, uh, is we really enjoy, enjoy just being able to help people who are having experiences and they just can't explain them. We don't do a lot of public investigations. Most of what we do is private, private residential. 
uh, and that's just and that's just by choice. There's no reason other than you know, like people want to people do public investigations. That's fantastic. It's just sort of not what we're about. Um, it's it's just that's sort of where we're where we're from with this. Just not your uh, cup of tea. And yourself, yeah. Mario. Uh, yeah, um, I'm. I'm an, I'm an investigator on the team. I'm also intuitive. I've been on a previous team in my past. I've had experiences all my life with this sort of phenomena. You know, if it's not, if it's not <laughs> shadow figures, it's visions, and it's not that. Uh, you know, let's even go as far as say there's been an odd UFO or two. <laughs> I think it's Glad's favorite thing: orbs. <laughs> no, <laughs> we do have a bit of a rule. We don't do orbs, although it's still it's still a bit of a discussion uh, topic with our team. But uh, uh, I'm on the, I'm I'm on the anti-orb side of the argument, and other people are on the orb side. So, uh, that's all right, <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, for those that remember, Glenn has been here before, and so. Um, even though he introduced himself as if this was his first time, which is the best way to do it. Um, it's been about two years ago. We were talking just a few minutes ago about that, that you've been on. And so I welcome you back. Mario, I don't think you were here last time, correct? No, but this is my first time. Okay. Yeah. Mario's been with us for, what, what do we know, about uh, three months? Yeah. Yeah, about three months yeah. now. Okay. Unless you're a time traveler or a hacker, you weren't here before. <laughs> oh, there's so many of those these days, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're uh, we're giving uh, Mary the introduction to the paranormal investigation world. Uh, uh, like the, you know, when you're new, it's like uh, the, the best places to buy coffee for the team while we're doing investigation. Where to get the best munchies, all that sort of thing. You know, we're starting them off right. Who who's the best one to to bring donuts with the coffee as opposed exactly. to the ones that exactly. don't have no pull? <laughs> I get that. It's and uh, we've never done that to him, but it is a bit of a running joke. <laughs> I love. To so is that my internet kind of bumping up and messing no, up? Or? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm hardwired in, but our weather, our weather here is a little eh, real windy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I'm wired in as well, so it's kind of boring. That's You're fine. Um, yeah, you're good now, Mario. Just uh, if you cut in and out, we'll deal with it as the day night goes on, right? Um. So. Since you brought up orbs, we'll just jump right into that topic real quick because I have been seeing that a lot lately about orbs are not paranormal and orbs are not this and this and that. And uh, Lee, uh, one of the co-founders, are saying orbs are dust. Now, do you believe that's the case 100% of the time or do you guys believe there's more to that? I'm going to say probably 99% of the time it's dust. Uh, every once in a while you get something where you go, oh, okay. But, um, I mean, I always tell people that I could take a pillow into a location and I could make that look so haunted that you wouldn't want to go in there. If you believe that orbs were spirits just by smack. I actually did a demonstration uh, recently at a, at a residential investigation because I had some team members going, oh, look at the, look at the orbs. And I said, hang on a sec. I'll be right back. And I went and I stacked a pillow in the room and I came back and where we had our, our viewers set up and they were like, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, thanks for letting us breathe in dead skin now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence a little bit, but not not 
too far from where Glenn is, but I think with Orbs, you have to have a certain characteristic. It, it, it can't just be, you know, literally what you see as a, a dust orb fly floating mm -hmm. in the air. It has to have some sort of flight pattern, some sort of intelligence, and it has to be interaction. If like, if you're hearing noises, and this thing is interacting, creating these noises or giving off light, that might be a genuine orb, an energy orb, not these things that are only captured on like vision and like if it's mm -hmm. emitting light, you might have something. Correct. I, I agree. Uh, Jay says, yeah, a lot of steam into you. Hello, <laughs> uh, my, this is my daughter-in-law, Christine. Hey, how you doing, Christine? Oh, Christine. Um, yeah, I, I kind of do, like a I'll, I'll deformed do heart. <laughs> this is my heart. <laughs> how you doing, Stephen? I hope you're doing well tonight. Thanks for tuning in again. Uh, Stephen's been part watching the page for a long time. Um, I didn't realize how long ago he joined uh, the Facebook page. It's probably been 10 years now or so. Yeah. So, uh, and I saw recently you're on TikTok now as well. I'm what? You're on TikTok as well, I think, now, aren't you? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm, uh, Sorry, my mind went. I hear uh, phone ringing, so you know you're always like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> but yeah, you know, I I started TikTok. Um, uh, Clapper is another platform, and uh, Caffeine or something like that. There's uh, thanks, Stephen. There's several platforms, and I just don't have that time and energy to really put much into that stuff. Um, so it's kind of a shame because I'd like to do more. But uh, having a full-time job and things like that just takes a lot of that. Yeah, and we're all in that boat. Like all of us, like wouldn't it be great to be able to do this full-time? As a, as a, but I mean, we're all working full to have full-time careers, and then you, you know, and then that, that's what makes it tough when you have a team. If you get an investigation, like try to get everybody off the same day or everybody mm -hmm. off the same evening because it will, we'll end up going through. We've seen this, Mary. We will probably get going through like half a dozen dates before we get one where, okay, we get everybody, or we got almost everybody. Let's go with it. That's just yeah, part of it. Everything has the same problem with that. And you have to take the client if they're available on that day, then too. Or everybody's available in a small location, and you're like, okay, I can't use everybody in this. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I fully understand. Well, we got one um, coming up in two weeks, uh, a residential case. And uh, hey, Judy, uh, this that's our friend Judy. She uh, she runs. Uh, she's the founder and director of uh, Spirit Hunters Ontario, and she's absolutely got an amazing team. She is so oh, cool. nice. So I'll uh, have to check them out. If yeah. you'll be so kind to send me a link and message or something, I will. And uh, hello, Judy. Welcome. Judy is uh, she's like she's like the coolest person. Actually, she's the one who introduced Mario to us. Yeah. Yeah. So you uh, are the newest member of the of the team. How have they been treating you so far? <laughs> I'm still trying to get uh, the, the images out of my head, you know. That initiation ceremony was different, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, sorry. 
One of the problems with mustaches, you gotta wipe off when you take a drink. Should be drinking out of a straw, right? Last time I was clean shaven. Yeah, you know, with my job, I probably should be as well. Um, now, what drawn, and you guys could answer in any way you'd like uh, in order, what drew you guys to the paranormal? Want me to go first, Barrow? Yeah, go for it. Um, what got me into it is uh, the house that I'm presently sitting in. Uh, we purchased this house about 14, coming on 15 years ago now. That's why I say I've been doing this for about 14 years. Um, and I never believed in this sort of thing. There's no such thing as paranormal, no such thing as ghosts. I just, I laugh about it. And then the yeah. first night that we were here, um, I had a door get slammed in my face. Oh. And then it went on from there. We were hearing voices. We were things being moved. The tablecloth off the table was a great one. Like the tablecloth would be ripped off the table, and all the items would still be on the table. But the cloth would be on the floor. You come home from work, uh, we'd find our our kitchen chairs moved into the into the our dining room chairs moved into the kitchen. Uh, we'd have company over, and they would say, "Is there TV on downstairs? Don't worry about it, because you could hear conversations going on in the basement." And I reached out to three different paranormal groups two of them said ask probably nothing don't worry about it <laughs> didn't, even, didn't even bother to check out you know and then the third one all they did was they put me in touch with the tv show so that's why i got into it is because i know what it's like to be going through something and have no one believe you mm -hmm. and i thought okay well so i started acquiring equipment I would, I would be doing stuff at my own home which i found out later was a bit of a mistake because it really stirred things up <laughs> not a good idea uh so uh, and then from there i went on i actually did hook up with a team then i co-founded a team and after a couple of years we folded that team and then i formed the team that i, I currently have now and so and mainly and that's why we kind of stick to private residential stuff because i do know what it's like to not know who to turn to um, yeah. So, um, somebody just asked, uh, "Do you have? Do you see a, a private residence? Have you seen a drop off in opportunities?" Yeah, I'll, I'll pop that up. Well, yeah. I'm going to say what we did is during the height of COVID, we actually did shut it down ourselves hmm. uh, for probably in the middle of for about six months. We just said, "Okay, enough." We were reaching out and we were talking to people, but we just said, "I'm not going to put our team at risk." And I'm not going to put people that we're going into, I'm not going to put them at risk of us bringing COVID into their home. Uh, because I I had a really bad experience with COVID. I actually caught it. I brought it home. My, my wife caught it. Uh, she lost her taste. And, I had zero symptoms. She lost her taste and smell for about six weeks. But her my wife's mother, who lives was living with us at the time, she caught it and she passed away within six days. So I was not about to put anywhere else into that risk. So we just shut it down for a few months. My sympathies. Thank you. I, um, definitely. Uh, okay, let's backtrack a little bit. Mario. No, no, you're fine. The question popped up. I like interacting with people in the chat yeah. as well, so perfect. Um, Mario, as, yeah. uh, what brought you into the, the uh, paranormal? Well, I had experiences when I was a child at my parents' place. Um, so I would see shadows out. It always would begin, you know, the corner of your eye saw the shadow. And it would progress from there. And I would 
wake up and see the figure of this 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 face from the beard and whatnot just hovering over me and it would have like this green glow behind it and i i didn't know what to make of that that was just the weirdest right. thing you know i thought am i just is this just my waking state at this point i was into the paranormal uh but not knowing anything about it so later on i'll research 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 and i'm reading about entities that would want to enter your body and people encounter them staring over your sleeping body mm-hmm. and I'll, i think back to that now is that what was going on here was this male entity doing trying to do that Right. That, that's what started it for me and then i had encounters with my grandfather after he passed as well so. um so do you guys feel that um it's better to start off just jumping into like your local cemeteries or finding a team or whatnot or do you think it's better to research and learn and grow before you kind of jump into things you mean to jump into the actual field of the paranormal or jump into a case? Uh, the field, like to, field. to start off. I, I wouldn't recommend anybody, no experience, just go on their own and start like residentials or businesses and yeah. such because uh, you can put yourself in danger as well as the clients. Um, one thing uh, as, far, as far as jumping into a case, um, and, I, and I think I drive my team members crazy, is uh, I'm kind of like the watchdog for the team. Uh, I'm constantly working the room. Like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Because I'm constantly yeah. just keeping, like, keeping tabs on people in case something overwhelms somebody. Um, but uh, yeah, we absolutely. Before we do a case, we are, we are. Uh, I, I try to get as much information as we, as we can. Uh, we're actually going to have a meeting this week, Mario. It's <laughs> <laughs> coming up. Yeah, I noticed now. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I'm very, uh, very big on finding out what you're going to get yourself into. Uh, and sometimes you just don't know. I mean, you get a client, and they they well, they give you basic information because they don't know what's going on. All they know right. is something happening. And we've I've walked into a few uh, that you just were not expecting. When you get there, you go, "Wow, okay, this was." Uh, you know, I, I was the, the way it was described to me. I was I was thinking this is going to be disproved. It's going to be like animals in the attic, and it turns out like, wow, <laughs> there's. This is scary. What's going on here? Uh, we had uh, one like that recently down in Toronto, and I felt something jab me through the shoulder. Like it was just like a like a like a hook through my shoulder, and it was horrible. Oh, wow. um, that was that was a, a pretty uh, a pretty dramatic uh, circumstances we found out once we got into it. So yeah, it's you 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 try to prepare, but you can't always be prepared. True. True. Yeah, I fully agree and i think i have the record on the team for being the person that gets smacked and poked the munch oh thank god it's not gonna be me (laughs) (laughs) i've had people stand beside me you just hear a whack and you go they go what was that it's like don't worry about it something just hit me in the back we're we're fine i I think maybe i suggest you go and sit behind the monitors for a few cases (laughs) (laughs) say say over the two way anybody there with them feel free to touch them or something <laughs> that's right um and i don't know what i don't know why that is uh, we have uh some people on the team that just say like I'm, I'm sort of like a magnet for that sort of stuff so and that's fine you know my thought if i'm able to put that sure. view out is uh 
you are the the founder, right? Yes. You're the one that's viewed as the lead and you're the one checking on everybody. So if they could freak you out and scare you out, scare you, then the rest of the team would be freaked out and scared. Well, I have an amazing EVP that I can't share because most of the, that's the thing, most of the stuff that we have, we just can't share on our site because it is private, it's personal to the, to the clients. Mm-hmm. And I've got an amazing EVP where after that thing jabbed me through the shoulder, uh, I, I said, um, I said, let's make something clear. You are not allowed to touch anyone on our team. Do you understand? And a male voice came back. Is it okay? Oh, nice. But I can't, I can't share it because I, you know, I mean, it's private to the client. So we, that's part of our, our deal is, is, uh, we just don't have a lot of very seldom have stuff we can share because, uh, you know, it, people are, are, are embarrassed a lot of times when they call you to their home and say, Hey, can you come and help us out? And for, for us to go and publish that stuff on our page, it's just not right. So we do agree that we will not share anything on our page without consent of the client. So, I mean, I've got hours of stuff I could be posting, but we can't. Yeah. <laughs> That's which, I'm good with that. Which could be frustrating sometimes, I'm sure. Yeah. Have you went back and asked them if you could post that? And that's uh, that's pretty cool that you're a tour guide as well, um, especially in a Civil War site. That's pretty cool. But have you gone back and asked, hey, you know, the CVP is really good. Do you mind if I put that out there? Yeah, I have. And they've said, really appreciate it if you didn't. It's like, okay, no problem. Okay. I, I get it. And and that's it. I don't I don't uh, I don't bug. I mean, I might go back one time and just say, hey, what about this one? And I'll, and I'll send it to them first. And the odd time, somebody will say, yeah, sure. But most of the time, they just say, you don't know. Right. And that's fine. And I, I I totally get it as as a person who lived in a home like that and had people laugh at us mm. when we first were telling people, hey, there's something going on here. I I get how people can be embarrassed by that, and it is a very personal experience. So I'm I'm totally cool with that. And you know, man, it sounds like we're along the same lines of views. Is we're we're in this not only for a little enjoyment and learning, but primarily to help people out figure things out in their homes, not to yeah. to have shows and things like that. Yeah, um, like the thing that I have an issue with is like if you have a site where you get like a hundred teams a year going to this site doing an investigation. That's not paranormal investigation anymore. That's that's ghost hunting, and um, and if there is a, a th- such a thing as a trapped or tormented spirit, do I want to be one of those teams that's poking it with a stick every weekend, going, "Hey, are you there? Are you here?" It just doesn't sit right with me. I believe I asked this of you last time, and I'll ask both of you this because I think I vaguely remember your answer was, "What's?" The, let me think of. <laughs> my mind's going quicker than my mouth is. Um, <laughs> Um, the uh, terms are I don't feel are interchangeable but you say paranormal investigators slash um, the other is ghost hunting yeah what makes you think that a lot of paranormal teams are not ghost hunters as opposed to paranormal investigators if you've already had a bunch of teams check out a site and they've already got all their data from that site is it an investigation anymore where you can just call up another team and say, what'd you find? Okay. Uh, and, and again, I'm not criticizing. Please don't ever think right. I'm criticizing. I'm not. I'm just saying it's not our thing. Um, you know, it's not to me. That's if you're, if you're going to a place, um, 
that uh, is active and, and you're going, and, and, yeah, that's ghost hunting. You know it's active. You know all these other teams have been there. You just want to go get that's going for the for the thrill of doing it. And, and honestly, mm-hmm. I love it. That's fun. It is it's a it's a hoot going to an active location. I, I totally get it. But that's not investigation. That is strictly you're you're hunting for, for ghosts. Yeah. And Mario? No, yeah, I was just gonna say it's it's basically the intent that's behind it. You know, you gotta remember these these spirits or whatever we're dealing with, because at the end of the day, we're investigators, we don't have the final answer on this. Whatever it is we're dealing with, allegedly could have been people. So the ones going out there hunting ghosts, what's the difference between that entity being a ghost then and a person? You're going human hunting if it's that's the case. And that would be frowned upon, you know. Would we put people in a zoo so that we could throw at them? I never looked at it from that angle, but okay. It's a- now, now, see, where I differ from many people in my personal view of paranormal investigator slash as opposed to ghost hunting is, uh, or ghost hunters in my view, is uh, I believe I'm more of a ghost hunter than I am paranormal investigator. And in a sense, I'm using the, the definition of the words mm-hmm. as opposed to the activity. Because I'm not out there actively seeking UFOs. I'm not out there actively seeking cryptids and things like that. Though I do research them a little bit. So if something does come up. See, where I look at it is with investigation is what we're doing a lot of times is if, if, if somebody's experiencing something, we're trying to find validation. Are you actually experiencing that? Or we're trying to disprove it. And a lot of times, not a good 90% of the time, we're disproving it, if not more than that. We're, we're disproving it. And so oh, there's something, there's animals in your attic, or it's bad plumbing, or, you know, something like that. So that to me is, that's evidence gathering. So when you're evidence gathering, where you're there's investigating. Before, that's an investigation. Um, and, and, I'll, and I'll tell you, like, there's a lot of times, have you ever, okay, I'm going to ask you this. Have you noticed that if you go to somebody's place and you disprove it, have you ever had anybody get very upset at you for disproving it? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and I'm sure you. every team that's been there for more than a year has as well. Yeah. Um, PPR says, to me, it's about the history. It goes hand in hand. I tell people learn the history as years yeah. investigating. Definitely. Um, yeah, and... That, that's very true. Learning the history is a good part. I, I feel that teams should have one or two people who learn the history of it, do the investigation, then get together, fare the history with what you found, and then go from there. Yeah, And also if the history is available, because what, we, what I've found, mm-hmm. especially with the residential, there's not a lot of back history. You'll, you'll ask the person, well, who lived here before? Well, I have no idea. Uh, do you know anything about the history of the property? No, uh, and then try to go to a local township and get any 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 history of a of a property. <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> absolutely. If it's a public building, that's different. You're going to get a lot of history. But if it's a private residence, you're not going to get much more than what the, the existing family that lives there knows. That's right. It. You might so, get the history of the area, but you're not going to get the history of that that particular, that particular build. Yeah, and sometimes the area, knowing the uh, area's history, can make a difference. Yeah, you will get too. that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, 
like we're we're doing uh, we're doing one coming up in the next while, um, and we we did find out that uh, previously to people that are there, uh, there were two people that were that were stabbed and murdered there. Oh wow! So, and that was just through talking uh, to their neighbors. Wow, that's something. So, um, yeah, so that should be an interesting one. Yeah, that's just a haunting. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. If, if there's any reason, that would be one. <laughs> um, and now I'm going to take a moment to shamelessly plug my stuff. Um, sure. If you guys have made it this far into the show, please uh, take a moment to, to subscribe to the YouTube channel or the Facebook page, whatever you're watching from and uh a like as well if you'll be so kind to do that and that's probably the last time i'll mention that in this show so thanks for for sticking with me as i did, did that i gotta get used to doing that kind of stuff i don't ever do that or when i do it's like at the very end of the show which is fine but at that point people are clicking off and going their own way and doing their own stuff <laughs> i've got this shirt on our page as well yeah well i appreciate that i really do um, and feel free to use this uh, video as any way you feel sure. the need to. Um, Thank you. I think you guys could pull it. I might have not done it, and if I didn't, I'm sorry. I'll get you the video if you want it. But this uh, StreamYard lets you upload it or download it to your uh, computers. Um, so okay, I, that's another thing I gotta start asking people if they want because that's a newer option. Uh, it's good for different teams to investigate a location, even if it's popular, because it's still a learning experience for new people or for anyone that enjoys historical yeah. places. You don't always get proof. Very true. So yeah, it is true. So it's branching off that. Um, do you guys been to a place once, twice, maybe three times and then have nothing those times, but keep going back and then end up in the the last time receiving that I've been to twice. Um, and that basically we had an opportunity to go back because it, it was a very active location. The first time we were the only team that's ever been allowed on the property. Um, and they did ask us to come back. Uh, so that was uh, one of the first times I ever tried uh, sensory deprivation. Oh, okay. Uh, which was which was very interesting, um, especially watching the video afterwards, because uh, I guess I was answering questions, or I was I was I was just saying whatever popped into my head. And right. Most of what I was saying was a direct answer to the questions that were being asked that I couldn't hear. So that was kind of cool. Um, and uh, and I did uh, when it was happening uh, with my eyes covered. I was actually following. They they said, "Well, you're moving your head around." I said, "Yeah, I was following a woman that was floating around in front of me." Oh, wow. so, uh, but that was, that's, that was an interesting, uh, location. So I've been to that one twice. Um, and it was simply, and, and that's another one of those locations where they said, yeah, we want you back, but you can't publish anything. Okay, fine. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, Do you think that happens a lot in Canada as opposed to the States? I don't know. I, that's, uh, that's a good question. The reason I get. I can. I can share this part of it. Uh, the reason that they didn't want it shared is because it is. A, it is a church, and getting it's. It's. It was an active church. Still, work, still, still working church. 
Um, and so they didn't want the people who attend that church to think, hey, this building's haunted. Yeah, that that would be an interesting quandrum there, that's for yeah. sure. Well, because... getting permission to get into a church, that was, I mean, that's usually a no-no, uh, like a, a working church, that's a no-no right. <laughs> getting in. So for us to get in, and the reason that they invited us in is it was more just for validation to things that the staff was experiencing when hmm. they're like the, the staff that works there. Now, I've asked a couple of questions now, and uh, we're kind of skipping along without asking you, um, Mario. Any views on this stuff, or if you can remember some of the things I've asked? Um, you briefly touched on cryptids and UFOs and things like that. And I said, I said to Glenn the first time I met him, be ready because when you enter, put your foot in one world, you start mm. to find it's all one big mess because you you mentioned you were interested in ufos as well so i haven't told you glenn so last <laughs> no last night uh was it last night or the night before my neighbor came up to me was and was saying oh I, i've got this great picture of a ufo I, i'm i'm pretty sure so she sends me this oh here yeah jupiter and uh, venus exactly <laughs> Where they convert it together, okay. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, look, there's there's Darth Vader inside." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay," but I, I, the part I thought I I got the first instance of it being Jupiter and Venus aside. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> you're able to. Yeah, so able I, to... I recreated the pitch. I went to the next day to see. What was in the sky? I looked at records and saw what was in the sky at the time that she said it was there, and I, I already knew what I was looking at anyway. But I, just to provide that answer as well, is different. Well, now down here in the states, we have something, and it might be the same there. I'm not sure, and you guys might be able to tell me if there is or not. But a thing called MUFON. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you, I don't have to spell it out. Um, so I know, I believe it's worldwide. It is. Yeah. Have you talked to any of those guys or? I have not. Uh, Mario, that's, that's more your, uh, um, um, there's one actual local Canadian investigator, uh, UFO investigator called Ryan Stacy. Um, I've not spoken to him a lot, but I have exchanged words with him. Um, that, I'm not sure if he's a part of move for, but that name sounds familiar though. Yeah, I'm not sure why. He is a UFO investigator, and he does track daily reports as well. So he's if he's not part of MoveOn, he's probably connected with talking to him. I think he's more independent, which is fine. They have many people they network with, and oh, so yeah. forth. It was kind of neat. Um, they reached out to us, and we weren't able to connect to be part of their group um but i was talking to one of the the higher ups in the in the states division i'm on the phone with them and such and uh and uh i wish i remember his name anyways it's, it's been about seven years now so i get off the phone with him about an hour or so later i have it on the history channel wouldn't you know i hear his voice on the history channel <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm like what <laughs> Wait a second. So I go and look, and 
And uh, I want to say John Vent Venture, something along those lines. Anyways, sure enough, there he is with his name popped up like we have our names. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. You know, just got off the phone with a guy that's on TV. <laughs> but this, uh, what was it? Oh. My, my little brush of fame. <laughs> <laughs> so now that I brought up the different, you know, the, the states again and Canada, um, do you feel there's more of acceptance of the paranormal in Canada or, or do you believe it's more in the states? I think it's pretty much the same. Um, what I do find a lot of, and I don't know if this happens, if you find this down in the U.S., is, is uh, if I'm at a function or something and, and people and somebody finds out that this is what I do, uh, they'll go, oh, so you'll usually have some, one or two people go, that's just ridiculous. But then they'll get you alone and they'll go, no. <laughs> so I had something like happened to me one time and it happens every time. It always, it's yeah. like when they're in front of a group, oh, that's just ridiculous. That's the silliness until they get you alone. So right. what would you do if? And I don't know if you've noticed that at all down in the States, but that's the general thing that I get all the time. You know, I'll be honest with you. I think they're more open here as far as, you know, maybe just where I'm at, I should say. Uh, they, like a state fair, they probably wouldn't be so quick, but um, just a general 15, 20 people right out in the open. Like I'll have... Um, you might have heard me say that I'm a bus driver. I'll have people just start talking about it in the middle of the, the run, just strangers around them, and you know, it's yeah. like, okay. Well, I know, like, I work with a company down in Toronto, and I've had clients that were in the past that have said, hey, can you come in for a meeting? And I went into the boardroom, and I'm thinking, this is a work thing, and they'll all sit around and Okay, so let's put that aside for a bit. So tell us some stories about what you're doing. <laughs> really? Like I'm all the way down to Toronto, downtown Toronto for this? Okay. So I always kind of joke with some of my clients now. Like I just say, well, we, we try to provide the complete service. Uh, we do our own company service. Plus, we look after any type of haunting you might have. <laughs> we'll even turn down the beds if need be. That's right. That's right. We'll even leave a mint on the pillow. I mean, you know. So <laughs> Now, you're being newer into the paranormal. How's that? Has that affected you? People around you starting to talk to you more about it, or? Mira? is that me? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's been in this for fourteen oh, years. He's been oh. in it longer than I have. I've been in it for about twelve, going towards thirteen. <laughs> oh, I, I've sort of experienced it all my life. So, but I guess the investigation side's fairly new. No, how are people reacting to you more that you're getting into it more? Oh. Um. I still have that. Okay, today was a good example. Because um, I was in a thrift store and I was, I, because I'm intuitive as well, I, I sort of had this feeling. And you, you got to think to yourself, okay, I feel something, but something's not right here. My wife was even saying the same thing. And I was like, how do you go about bringing this subject up to someone? without them thinking oh here we go there is new lally's gone nuts and now i'm in danger you know so i you know i just asked do you ever experience anything weird in the store or something like that and and she turns to me and she's like yeah yeah i, I do it turns out the person i was talking to 
was the daughter of one of the teammates that I have never met. Oh. <laughs> so, I've been right. even to the store and she didn't even hasn't met me yet, so she doesn't know who I was either. That's quite the coincidence, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I've actually been uh, kind of pestering her to see if she can, they can let us come into that store and do it and, and, and check it out. Because I look at a thrift store and most of the items, not most of them, but a good chunk of items that are in a thrift store are from uh, estates that have, that have been liquidated. And right. you have to wonder what kind of, a, is there anything attached to those items? Is there anything going on in those stores? I just would love an opportunity to get into a store like that. Uh, so far, no luck, but I'm, we're, we're working on it. Oh, I was asking as well. So <laughs> I picked this little gizmo up today just to see if I can do anything with it to make it a sensor. Or something. Simon says, "Yeah, uh, I never seen one like that before." But the color patterns, I'm like, "Yeah, I know that." <laughs> you know what I really want to try is um, that there's Judy that was on here earlier. She set up this. Have you ever seen like you've seen plasma globes? Mm. Okay. I, we actually use those in investigations as almost like any uh, EMF pump because they bring up the energy level in a room. I found a bad success with those. But what she's doing is she's right beside it is, is putting a fluorescent light bulb and the, the EMF off the globe will light up the light bulb. But if you touch the globe, the light bulb will flicker. Oh, really? See, I never knew that. So she's setting it up now. She's going to try it and she's going to let me know, but she's going to set it up in an investigation. So she's going to have them sit there with the light on and invite it to touch it and see if that light starts to flicker. I'm dying to find to find how that works, and I, I'm just gonna. I think I'm just gonna try it myself. Now, uh, Lee, you just heard that you have a plasma ball thing. <laughs> you know, um, I've I've investigated with people in the past where they'll say, if you want to take take any of my energy, and it's like, no, are you kidding? No way. But if you put a globe out there and say, if you need any energy, you can take it from there. Because if you put a K2 or, um, or a gauze meter next to a, to a plasma globe, it lights up like a Christmas tree. Hmm. I so, guess I never thought of that. Yeah. So I, I learned that from a team uh, in England. They use them all the time. And they said they had a great success with them. So I've got three of them now. And I will position them in different rooms and just to bring up the energy level. And honestly, it could be my imagination, but I find it works. And that damn cool to look at. What's and that? They, look good. they look pretty cool. Yeah, they look really yeah. cool on your video as well. So, <laughs> yeah, and that's the whole thing about what we do. We're, we're learning and growing this field yeah. by every little thing we do. Like, I like to hook up my uh, spirit box with one of those little $10 FM transmitters to. To like the car stereo or to some kind of speaker system. The biggest thing I've done, and people that watch this show is probably tired of hearing a bit about it, but uh, when our local mall was an actual mall and not a strip mall, um, I hooked up the spirit box to the PA system, turn it down low, and let that fill up the mall with with uh, the white noise for for about a half hour or so before we went into the building. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> So, and that did pick up some activity for us. Yeah. But, um, so, but my point is finding different ways to do things that might seem either like what kind of sense does that make, you know, or, or whatnot. That's what we do is we see, okay, this has been working, this hasn't been working. It's all about trying new things. And, and you know, I've seen some, some people that are just getting into it. And some of the ideas that they have for trying stuff, I commend it. I think it's fantastic. Um, do I agree with all of it? 
no, but I, I, I commend their, their ingenuity. And right. some things I'll look at and go, okay, I'm going to give that a shot. Other things I go, I wouldn't try that in a million years, but I'm never going to condemn them for it or criticize them for it because I think it's fantastic. I love the innovation. And you never know uh, work, exactly. not work, you know, um, might not work for a thousand places, but that thousand one place, that right spirit, spirit or whatever, yep. click with it. And yeah, uh, like, like the cat balls, but people started using those. They're fantastic. <laughs> have, you, have you tried those yet? Yeah, um, just recently we we picked them up and uh, tried some. As a matter of fact, I got a, a set of nine of them for I had twenty dollars in uh, Amazon credit. I was like, "What else am I going to do with that?" Because twenty dollars don't get you much nowadays. So. Um, and then I'm counting at the end of the night, and we lost a couple. And like, can't figure out where the heck they went. But what's two for out of nine? You know, yeah. and uh, about. Three o'clock in the morning or so. At, well, I think it was closer to five in the morning. We left the place around three thirty-four. We get a, a message from one of the members. Hey, I got them in my pocket. <laughs> we'll get them to you. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. So, to answer your question. Yes, we we tried them. Yeah. Now I'm 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 really uh, I I have a hard time with apps with phone apps. I just I look at them and go, no, I I can't do them. Um, and Every time I see a phone app, what I see is I see, remember Pokemon Go when it came out? Mm -hmm. And that was designed so you would see monsters and creatures all over the place. And, and every time I see a phone app, I just think of Pokemon Go and I think, well, you know what? They're not going to sell that app unless it does produce something. And I, I can't do it. I just can't do it. And some teams are doing it. Hey, that's fine. Fill your boots. Uh, I'm not going to say you're silly for doing that. Hey, if it, try it. doesn't matter to me. I, I won't. I can't do it. I just cannot do phone apps. Um, I, I would like to put an amendment to that. Um, Google Conversation. Um, I've used it and gotten some interactions with it. Google Conversation. What, okay, this is new. Okay, what, what do you what do? You do? Um, and, you know, I, I haven't used it in a long time, so I don't quite remember how to get to it or else I'd explain it to it. But you know how like uh, kind of like Google Translate and that there's a way to make it to where you could say something in English and it'll translate to German, Spanish, whatever, and it'll listen for a response and then it'll play it back. You know, so if say you're speaking French, I could use it and we could go back and forth. Okay, all right, yeah, that I can see isn't I can see that. Um, and it's funny because I've had people say to me, well, how come your spirits only communicate in English? And I say, well, no, that's not the case. I mean, so if you got a translating app, that's a great idea. Uh, I know I, I, I recorded an amazing EVP once and it turned out it was Ojibwe. Ojibwe. Yeah, uh, Native, Native Indian. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, it, was a, it was some land that had been sold off uh, and a subdivision had been built there. And we were recording and we were saying, are you from here? Was this your land? And we didn't hear it at the time. We played it back. And it was a deep voice that went, don't eat. Mm -hmm. And at our local school, there's, they have, they teach uh, Ojibwe. So I sent it to her. I said, is this something, you know, because where we were, and she said, oh yeah, that's a Ojibwe for I am here or I am from. Mm -hmm. And 
so yeah, I mean, so if you're using a translating app, that's fantastic. It's a great idea. Yeah, I, if I go into place and I'm not trying to do the conversation side, I will do Google Translate, uh, especially if I know the history of, and that goes back to knowing the history of the area. Um, say, like, there's a lot of Dutch settlers around here, so I will have it, I'll say, well, hello, anybody here in Dutch, and see if we can catch something back on recorders. So, some of you guys could try. Yeah, I'm actually going to keep that one in mind because I never thought of that. Like, I've, I'm talking to more like... Um, I, like the spirit boxes. And and making, making stones glow, and they're going, oh, okay, hang on a second. That, there's a ghost there. It's like, no, come on. No. Ghost <laughs> radar. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, but, but, yeah, so hopefully that helps you guys out. Let me know about that um, if you guys get experience with that. Now, let's turn this to a different view. Now... I don't know how many cases you've been on personally, but um, what? Um, so let's start with that for you, uh, Mario. Have you been on any yet, or? Oh, I've been on so, uh, several so far. Um, okay. This team and the previous team as well. Um, okay. Um, so, what's this? Is kind of like a two-part question. What's the the one that comes to mind when you think of the funnest time you've had investigating, like? be it humorous, be it like just enjoyable or, and as well as what's the one time that you really freaked out for whatever reason, be it paranormal or just, just kind of something caught you by surprise and kind of freaked you out. Okay. So there was this one investigation where it was the first experience I had um, with the SLS camera. And I, I never put my own feelings I never gave stock into them, but I felt it felt like I could feel something that was next to me, and okay. I I was on cam on the camera there, and I was review, reviewing all of this, and all I saw in the camera was the SLS, and there's me saying there's something here, and the figure is down below my hand. There's not there's no nothing on the back there uh, sorry my son just walked in <laughs> um, yeah normally when my grandkids are here they jump up and say hi and that as well <laughs> uh, but yeah that, that was my first real experience with that and I, I I've always been a bit skeptical about the SMS um, mm. it you know if you're walking around, sorry if you're walking around um, hi <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Daddy, why are you... Okay. Alexander, please go. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the SLS. Yeah, sorry. I, I'll leave it at that for now. He's playing Simon Says, right? Uh, he's playing with some lights he's found. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So that's, that's interesting, um, indeed. And, uh, Len, do you have anything on mind for that? Um, yeah, I was actually going to share a story, but I can't right now because uh, we have a youngster here. It's all going through my head. I guess as far as being one of the more humorous things that ever had happened at an investigation, um, I... Uh, Are you laughing at me? No. Go on, Alexander, go, please. That would be a It's okay, I'll mute the mic. Okay. So um, we were... Uh, 
it was it was at a it was at a bar and at a nightclub our investigation and um so we had the cat balls out and i couldn't use the footage that i recorded because i couldn't stop laughing because the teammate that i had was leaned over these things and he's and he's and he's looking at them and he's going can you touch my balls <laughs> touch my balls they'll glow can you touch them and i couldn't stop laughing i'm in the background all you hear on the camera is me going <laughs> Trying to be quiet, <laughs> and, and it was just too bad because they went off. <laughs> they did start to go, but all you could hear is me laughing. So uh, we couldn't use the footage. Um, That's where you put um, careful editing of sound and all that, and kind of edited it just right. <laughs> and I had well, probably the scariest thing that I ever had happen was. Um, I was at a very active location one time and I had, we were getting like a lot of battery drain and my mm. camera just died within a couple of minutes, a fully charged battery. So I'm standing in the pitch darkness and I'm changing the batteries on my camera. And one of my teammates in the pitch blackness walked up behind me and right in my ear and she went, boom. <laughs> and I almost fell over. It absolutely scared the hell out of me. And I almost fell over. And I said, don't you ever, ever do that again. That's probably the scariest thing I've ever had happen at an investigation. Nice. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but yeah. I, I, Afterwards, but at the time, I was like, you know, you're standing there by yourself in the pitch blackness and right here. Ooh. I get that. I've been scared by people that were alive more than I have been by the paranormal. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time in a factory we were investigating, we had a couple people in from the public and uh, make a long story short, we were in the women's restroom of this factory and the factory's closed down. No power to the building really. And uh, I stayed behind because I thought everybody else was leaving that I figured, well, somebody in the team should be the last one out. And so I'm looking in the, the mirror in the bathroom and I turn around and like I said, I thought everybody was gone. There's this girl saying about five six, <laughs> and I'm like, ah! <laughs> Sounded like I should have been in the women's bathroom at that point. <laughs> and I, I screamed and kind of jumped, and of course, me being the professional doing that scared the heck out of her. She starts screaming. Ah! A couple yeah. of people come running back in. What? 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 <laughs> like ah. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that uh, mirrors in the dark are not a good thing. Probably not. I don't. We're running an IR camera, and I, I actually posted the video for this one, but I on my on our site. But I was panning around in a, a and it was in a change room, at a at a it was like a, a dance club, and I was panning around, and all of a sudden I saw myself glowing green in the in the mirror, <laughs> and almost had a heart attack. Um, yeah. So yeah, you got mirrors are not your friend when you're doing paranormal sure. investigation. So, uh, personal question, do they yeah. allow a lot of cameras at dance clubs and such over there in Canada or? Well, that, that was a club. What had happened was they, um, they called us over, called us in and they said, uh, the staff, they were going to, they were actually going to shut it down. It was going to be uh, demoed. Uh, so the, the club itself was still intact. They called us in and they said, the staff has been experiencing things for years would you guys be able to come in and validate anything that they've been experiencing? And just as, and I, just as we were talking, one of the, the trawl, like the carts shot across the kitchen and hit me in the hip. And I went, Oh, oh you mean like this? And she, and he goes, yeah, like that. And I said, okay, <laughs> this is going to be a good evening. Now is the lot empty still or something? It's, hmm? uh, 
the building and everything gone. Nothing there now. No, they took it down. And you ever thought about taking the equipment there and seeing it up there or something? Oh, we took we took our equipment in, and uh, we got a couple of decent EVPs. Uh, I got a great session recorded of yes and no questions using a K two. I mean, as in on the empty property. Oh no, um, no, because it's downtown Toronto, so they, they've already built on it. Oh, this okay. It's downtown. That's Toronto. what I was asking. Yeah. If it was still empty. See if it was the building or the land. Now we did get um, uh, a voice recorder saying a date, and then we did find out afterwards that that year of the like it was I think it was 1972, and in 1972 we found out that the the maintenance guy had been stabbed to death on the sidewalk in front of in front of the front door. And that date, and that, that was, the date that we recorded, yeah. Wow. So no. that was uh, interesting. Now, I must apologize because this just popped in my mind sure. and uh, probably should have asked you to do this quicker in the show. But go ahead and tell people how to reach out to you guys and finding your stuff and such. And sure. I apologize that I didn't do it quicker. No worries. You chat and enjoying this conversation that I didn't even pop in my head. No problem. Our team's name is Canadian Paranormal Investigations, uh, CanadianParanormalInvestigations.com or .ca um is our website address and um and if you go uh, uh, hash, uh at canadian paranormal uh you'll find us on uh, on instagram and you guys are on tiktok too we are on tiktok as well if you search up canadian uh, canadian paranormal uh on tiktok canadian paranormal investigations on tiktok you'll you'll find us and and feel feel free to drop that information on a post on the sure. lost page and i'll share it out as well okay. No problem. And, uh, so those that are watching now, uh, make sure that you drop on over to their sites and show them a little love. Um, and while we're at it, if you're here now, if you'll do me a favor, hit uh, drop the hashtag team live. If you're catching this in replay, drop the hashtag team replay. You know, that replay, the hashtag team replay kicks the team lives, but every show. Oh, yeah. Uh, That's cool. <laughs> So uh, I appreciate them coming back or watching the show during the replay because um, it has a different feel to it than as opposed to doing it live, that's for sure. Well, I really appreciate the invite tonight. I appreciate you uh, jumping on, both of you guys. And uh, I'm not ready to wrap this up unless you guys are. Um, no, I'm good. Okay. Um, Your button's great, so... What's that? <laughs> what was that, Miro? I was saying the mute button is a great feature. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander's still there, is he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and having the headphones on, even though we're not saying nothing too much yet, but you never <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the better half sometimes, if she doesn't isn't aware I'm on the show or, or the sun or whatever, come yeah. out and might have a few choice words as they're saying something. It was like, <laughs> oh, I saw that hashtag flying fedora. <laughs> I forgot anybody was here. You guys have been so quiet lately in the chat. <laughs> and uh, that's why you definitely use the flying fedora. Yeah. So, as I'm uh, running through questions in my mind, and I don't mean to say I'm crazy, but uh, if 
you guys have any questions in the comments section, drop them and uh, feel free to ask because uh, I always love interacting with everybody and uh, you guys do as well as uh, they come up. Now, how's the difference of the paranormal teams up there where you guys are? Do you find all the teams work well with each other? Do you think there's a division? <laughs> Barely out of my mouth and you're saying, no. No. <laughs> Uh, we do our best to just kind of keep to ourselves. Um, we've got, uh, there are some, some teams that we have fantastic relationships with. Um, what I find is the, the teams that have been around for a long time tend to act like sheriffs to the community. And I just, I have no time for it. I just have no time for that. So we just kind of keep to ourselves. It's like that, the old God. Yeah. Hmm. And and I and I see that, and and it's actually unfortunate. I see some like there's a, some new teams that have started since we've been around. Well, since this, even since my new team has started, and I see they'll have stuff they're posting, and and of course they're going to post some stuff because they're excited about stuff. They're posting stuff right. that's borderline evidence, but it's like you know what? Who cares? You know, they're right. and but I see I'll see other uh, see people, and I and I know who they are because I've known them for years. They'll get on there and just start ha hacking them, and it's like no guys, just leave them alone. It's just leave them alone. It's, you know, do your own thing. Look after what you're doing and, you know, let your evidence speak for itself. What drives me crazy is I see somebody will hack someone's evidence and then post almost something identical themselves and go, but look at this. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So, yeah, I, I just, uh, uh, um, I just don't have time for the drama. I just don't. And, and, uh, oh, by the way, yes, we are about an hour north of Toronto, an hour's drive north of Toronto. Hmm. My internet must be getting a little wonky, huh? <laughs> no, yours, yours is working great. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no problem. So, so I, didn't, I hope it didn't sound like I was getting too controversial there, but I just, I just, uh, you know. That's no, no, I think most people expect that when, uh, when that question is asked. Yeah. We are, and I'm sure you've seen it mentioned P3, Paranormal unity and such, and uh, and uh, it's a great concept, and I'm fully behind it. Um, and I do what I can to work towards that and help those work towards it. But I, I'm a believer that it's really based off of geographical location. The further a team is away from a team, the more support they're going to give you. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I, yes, I guess I've seen that. Yes, yes that is true. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. So, um, and you know, like you know what? Um, we'll have we've had teams come up in our area and, and where we are located and do investigations. I've done stuff in there and in other teams areas. It's going to happen. It's it's who mm -hmm. the client reaches out to. Um, that being said, if we get a case that we can't do. I have no problem handing it off to another team saying, hey, did you guys want to look after this one? Because, you know, it's easier for you guys to get to. But um, it's just all part of it. You know, we're, we're not, it's not a competition. That's the biggest no. thing. It's really, it's, we're all kind of looking for the same answers. We're all trying to have fun doing this. Like, let's be serious. We're having fun doing this. Okay. So, you know, just people just need to get over, get over the drama and just enjoy what we're doing and, and revel in what we're doing, you know. Yeah. And you have company. Yeah, right. He's he not through. I'm not alone anymore. 
Yeah, I'm in my own little corner of the, the house, you know. I got uh, you I, here with me, so. I came to the basement. I turned all the lights off. The only light I had was the ring light. He still found me. <laughs> Kids are good for that. Yeah. I'm upstairs myself. So, eh, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, if you guys were to come to the States, and you both could answer this, um, is there any one location that, like, I have to go to investigate? Like, is there yeah. one one prime location you guys would like to check out? I don't know, because, again, we talked earlier, I'm not into the into going to mm -hmm. popular sites. So, um, again, I, I, and I hope I don't want to offend anybody with that. I, I'm not criticizing. It's just that's not my thing. So, um, although I think everybody at some point in their life has probably wanted to try check out Waverly. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, but I, I, I've heard there's some things going on with Waverly. We, we hear it up here that there's some things going down with Waverly with new management and stuff. So, so right. I don't know what's going on there. Um, there, there is one. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, there is one place not to investigate, but to experience. I wouldn't mind going to um, the Civil War battlefield. Gettysburg. 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 That's, yeah, yeah, that seems to be very highly active. Just to just to see, experience what that feeling is like of that sort of energy with that uh, amount of trauma. Just to have that sort of experience. Not to go looking for spirit, but to feel it. No, you know, I don't have the ability to sense stuff or whatever other than what is in the equipment and things like that, you know. So I've been to Gettysburg a few times, and, yeah, you feel the, the energy of the people there and such, but to have the mm -hmm. that other experience, to me, I don't feel it. Um, I've had people tell me that I, I, as they put it, you're a medium, and I just keep going, no, I'm not. <laughs> No, I'm not. Uh, here comes the dad joke. I'm a large. <laughs> Hi, Heather. I saw that. Hi, her. Heather. <laughs> I'm a large, so I don't know. <laughs> That's right. I'm a large. <laughs> but I'm... Uh, I, I hope you're doing well tonight, Heather. I, I'm more of an equipment guy. I'm, I'm a total nerd when it comes to building stuff and... Um, just recently, not, too, not too long ago, I, I built our first thing. I guess the people, some people call them a portal box. Mm. Um, I just built one of those. Love it, by the way. It's fantastic. Nice. You, I see you got some lamps and such next to you. <laughs> Is cool. that your workbench? Yeah, that's my workbench. It's all my charging cables all down here. Uh, <laughs> Captain America shield on the wall. <laughs> I've been I've been admiring that as well. I got some odds and ends around here. Uh, you know, like I got a... Camera's on the floor, you know. <laughs> Well, yeah. Oh, my stuff is a, my my computer room is a mess. <laughs> well, you know, but I got a Batman mask somewhere around here. You know, uh, got my uh, Freddy Krueger cup. Nice, nice. I got plugged in on the other side of the room. I got a Walking Dead lamp, so you know. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, this was a self-made mug. Um, hundred subscriber nice. mug. <laughs> YouTube wasn't giving me nothing, so I was like, "Yeah, I need to self-recognize." 
Actually, uh, this past Christmas, um, I, I, I had mugs made for the team with our logo on them. But, yeah. uh, um, but when, I, when I gave them out, I said, this isn't actually for the people on the team. This is for everybody's spouses. And on the back of the mug, there's on one side, it's our logo. And on the back, it says, for a very understanding spouse. That's <laughs> you know, all time for doing this sort of thing. This is before you were with us, Mario. Sorry you missed out on that. Um, but I just thought, you know, uh, our spouses put up with so much of us talking. We talk about it all the time. We're taking off on the weekends, doing stuff all the time. I just wanted to acknowledge them. So I got everybody a Christmas, all the spouses a Christmas present this year. Awesome. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they appreciate that. Um, we like to have a a cookout once a year where the, the family team members come in and everything and friends and we just kind of have a little get together like that. Yeah, we did that this year as well. Uh, at one of the, um, at one of the, like we'll, we'll pick a team member. Okay. Who wants to host it? And then we just all head over and we do like a big potluck and we bring everything over. I believe this year, um, we're going to be having it at, uh, Jason's and his wife's house, Heather, uh, yeah, I have an angel. Um, their their house this year, <laughs> but uh, so back to the paranormal. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you leave me alone too long, I'll I'll end up in five I'm miles away from it. Right there with you, I do the same thing. <laughs> so you said where you'd like to go. You said you're not so much into the whole. Um, public places as way well you said waverly you wouldn't mind so much but yeah. now say if you come to to say my neck of the woods would you like to go to like a cemetery that we find active or locations like that or is it like primarily residential you know what if i was going away somewhere on a like visiting in a, like another country yeah I, I would say let's go check it out if i'm gonna would i do that locally here where we are Probably not, um, but that's just again, that's just me. Uh, people right. on our team would be there in a heartbeat, saying, "Hey, let's go check this out, check that out." Then that's fine too. It's just that's not me. Um, but I'm never going to discourage anybody on our team from doing anything. I'm never going to say, "Hey, no, you're part of this team. You're not doing that." I no way. I mean, if you want to check something out, go go ahead. You know, um, but that's just not why I'm into it. Right uh, now, okay. Here's a question: If you came to Canada, where would you like to go? I don't know much about uh, haunted locations in Canada. Um, and, and I, well, I won't say I'm ashamed to know that, but I was just sitting here thinking to myself, uh, I need to research a little bit. I know several teams up there now yeah. where I'd probably, if I was going up, I'd say, hey, I believe I'm going to be in your area. What do you suggest? Yeah. But as far as, like, I don't remember seeing anything like Waverly, um, Hillview Manor, uh, Penhurst and places like that. There isn't, honestly, there's not many in Canada. There's a few places, but there's not a lot. Like in the States, there seems to be a lot of locations that are almost set up for that sort of thing. Like they're, they're, they're almost, um, they invite teams in all the time. There's not a lot of that here in Canada. There's a few places, uh, Picton Heights, it would be one, but I think that's, that property was just sold. Uh, the old angel Inn. um, would be in Niagara Falls would be an interesting one to do. Uh, I've done it. And uh, that was one. Um, oh, I can't think of his name, but there's basically it's a, a soldier that was that was uh, murdered there that uh, uh, during the war of 1812. Wow. 
Uh, both of you, if you guys have, don't mind answering that, what would you recommend to investigate if we were to go to Canada? You sound like a couple places you were just visiting. So Fort Henry's the one location, and actually the whole whole of Kingston seems to be pretty active. The Kingston, yeah. Now there, there's a, a penitentiary in Kingston. It's, it, oddly enough, it's called Kingston Penitentiary. Um, now, it's funny uh, they have tours of that now. They won't let teams come in, and they they discourage people from if you're doing the tour for bringing stuff with you. Like I, I went in and I had a K2 in my pocket, and the tour guy went, no, 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 put that away. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, party pooper. You know, uh, they just really discourage it. See, now, I wonder how stealthy you could get. Like, I got a watch from GameStop that records audio. It looks just like a regular watch. <laughs> you know, yeah. and things like that. You could get slick if you want to. You could. You could. Um, That's pretty good, yeah. I'm probably, I almost got kicked, I almost got kicked out of Kingston Pen uh, because they, we were in a common area where they have all the cells around the outside and there's like the guard station in the middle. And they said to everybody, Hey, if you want to explore, walk around and look at stuff, go ahead. Well, I found a door that was unlocked, which I guess wasn't supposed to be unlocked. And I went through it and I'm heading down this hallway. And then uh, one of the staff came over and said, they, they caught me and they said, okay, if you go down here again, we're going to ask you to leave the, the prison. <laughs> so, so it was unlocked. I mean, <laughs> you're you an explorer. The door was unlocked, you know? Uh, they were pretty strict about that. And like I said, I pulled out a K2 and they went, no, 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 please put that away. Uh, you know, it's not like I was doing anything bad. It's just a K2, but they were like, no, we, you, we don't want people doing that here. So, you know, it's a shame because it would be a fantastic place. And in time they might. Yeah. Um, um, now see, I've tried to go into Canada once and they turned me around. Why? They said I wasn't allowed in. So. I would love to come up, but they told me no on the Peace Bridge. For what? Did they say why? Well, you know, I wasn't a big enough celebrity at the time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame them at all, honestly. I kind of joke around with it. Um, this has been many moons ago, uh, even before 2000s, maybe early 2000s. But either way, I walked across from, uh, from uh, across the Peace Bridge. And uh, I forgot to have any ID with me. Oh, uh, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> right. And, and I, we, I was about halfway over, and I said to the, the people I was with, there was me and two or three others, and I was like, I don't have my ID. They're like, uh, maybe they will. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. um, I, know that, I know the last time I crossed the border, um, it was much here. I am from Canada, and it was easier to get into the states than it was to get back home again. No, really. Yeah, I got, it's like, are you bringing anything back? It's like I'm on a motorcycle, dude. It's not like I'm, you know, I'm bringing a pile of stuff back with me. And well, uh, I got the Washington monument, monument on the back of the bike, you know. But I was hoping you didn't notice. Yeah. And then the guy says, well, "What do you uh, do? You want to declare anything?" And I said, and, "And I just done the tail of the dragon in the Smoky Mountains, and I just went, yeah, this T-shirt." <laughs> And then he got mad because he said I was being a smartass. So I don't know. Yeah, it was t- it was tougher getting home than it was uh, getting into the U.S. Hmm. Maybe uh, that's not- I don't know. Well, next time I try, if I try, I'll make sure I have ID. 
<laughs> ID's good. ID is good. <laughs> um, so, is there any other country than the uh, the Americas that you'd like to visit? To? Oh my gosh, um, I, I I'm in touch with some teams in the UK, mm. and it's funny because um, it's nothing for them over there to go. We're going to a location that's like 500 years old, you know. Right. Uh, and here, you know, it's like wow, we're going to a location that's 50 years old. Whoa, you know. Um, we just don't have the, the history here that they, they, yeah, we have some older buildings, but I mean, you, you get a building that's a hundred years old. That's like, wow, hundred years. Wow. You know, um, I don't know if it's the same way down in the U S but we tend to just tear everything down here and rebuild it. Yeah. I heard that is kind of that way in, in some of the UK too, as well. No, we have buildings here, 1800s, 1700s. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, it's. We, for some reason, we don't tear stuff down here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't you know who I am? I'm Mr. Fedora. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's like uh, some of the UK teams that says that they don't have a lot of wooded areas either. They got forests, but nothing like what we have. And I know you guys have plenty of, of yeah. uh, forest land as well. So I guess that will lead me to another question is um, – about cryptids and such you guys have any interest in the the sasquatch yetis and he's lighting up oh, down here. he's like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a, a story with that is uh um, my grandson was born on halloween so i've got a pile of costumes and i got this really big furry wolf costume with a big head one mm -hmm. of our friends who's uh they they were convinced that there was such thing as a bigfoot so Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this proves that it's still Bigfoot, Glenn. Yeah, so... You said, hold on, that there is it or there is? To put this costume on and get the IR camera out and do a video in the front yard of me walking through the front yard with this and we're going to send it to them. So here I am walking across the front yard and a car drove by and they slowed right down and they're, they're watching me go by and I just went... <laughs> And wave to them. <laughs> do they do they do this? <laughs> no, they didn't. But they, they you see the, all I can see is the two faces as they're going by, and uh, so that's probably my only experience with Bigfoot is uh, <laughs> is me. Um, so, so you don't believe in Bigfoot, Mario? Or I, I only uh, okay. I've not had experiences with Bigfoot. I'm not going to say that. But I, I I just I'm in the camp that look, we don't have all the answers for everything that's out there. So why couldn't there be something? Okay. The giant eight foot, eight man, who knows? We just don't know. I mean. But you guys have a lot of open area up there that hasn't been touched yet. Exactly. Yeah, but I don't know. We got a pretty extreme climate up here in, in the northern Ontario as well. So that would um, be more of the Yeti then. Yeah, I. I I, I'm totally on the. I'm totally on the on the fence. Like they had a, in our in our lake where, where I live, there were some reports for years there that there was some kind of a, like almost like a Loch Ness style, you know. And because ice fishermen were getting their lines yanked into the holes, and they were like, okay, well, there's something. Well, it turned out it was a sturgeon. Mm -hmm. so, oh yeah. So those things um, get be pretty big and yeah, they get huge. And what was happening is the sturgeon was basically it was just sucking up their lines and it was, it was pulling everything right into the holes and the way it was going. 
but of course the the rumor got out that it must be some kind of a of a of like a Loch Ness monster style in our in our local lake to the point that they were even selling t-shirts <laughs> and you yeah, know um, I was was fish tails then yeah nice <laughs> So, you know, I got to be careful when I go in the woods. Uh, I sh shave a little bit and, you know, I don't want to freak out people around here. <laughs> I think I they're trying to give it away, though. They go, no, he's, it's wearing a, he's wearing a hat. No, it's... I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a fashionable... A hat man. Yeah. The hat man. There is such a thing as the hat man. There is a shadow figure called the hat man. I, I will have to send you a picture. I've got a picture of him. See, yeah? This yep. is my... Seriously, I'll send you a picture. This is my point, right? We're investigating the paranormal. We're, we're claiming that ghosts are things. So why are we su suggesting that a physical thing may not exist either? Because I think by this point, somebody would have hit one with a car. <laughs> haven't, you, haven't you seen the movie? Which, no. Harry and the Henderson? Oh, yeah, that's right. There we go. Harry and the Henderson. See? Yeah. I mean, hello. <laughs> No, but in all reality, though, there's so many air, square acres of woods yeah. that they wouldn't come towards vehicles and such. Wouldn't you? I guess you, you can't say that there's no possibility, but um, I just, especially in the day, the day and age with everybody has a camera with them. I mean, everybody has a camera on their, on their hip these days. It's valid. These are valid points. Um, what's that? They're valid points you're bringing up. And uh, no, let's, always a blurry no, image. Now let's take this to, to a different, and that might even explain the, the blurriness of some of the stuff, is what if it's a, uh, and some people suggest, as an interdimensional being and shifting off into another portal, dimension, whatnot, and that, that could be kind of why some of it's blurry. I've heard that. Uh, I've heard about that camp. I believe that's wrong. But yeah, he's like, you're on your own, Mario. You're on your own on this oh, one. No, 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 no. Come on, we're, we're talking about shadow people a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> but we draw the line on the. Yeah. I, I guess I've drawn a line. I, I, I mean to it, but I drew a line. A moment ago, was say, talking about Hat Man. <laughs> and, <laughs> Yeah. Um, there was actually uh, I wish I could find a copy of it but a few years ago somebody these two guys did a made a documentary video and it was all around this area where we live and it was they was about this creature called Bushman and they did yeah. this whole documentary at the very end they, they deduced that Bushman was actually a, a tree sap farmer from a local from a town nearby <laughs> well that's like uh uh what's his name Nick Dodge or whatever that guy in Seattle that He'll dress up with, try to make himself look like a Bigfoot and such, scare capers in such a way because they're they're that being noisy awesome. and littering and all that. That is so, not a smart thing to do with that many guns in the forest. I, I've thought about that as myself. Was like, yeah, you're really risking it. But then again, how much of it was for TV? Yeah. Right. So, and so that brings up another point. <laughs> is is how realistic do you think TV shows are? Do you think it's purely entertainment, or do you think they have that way? It's gotten that way. I think the first couple of seasons when Ghost Hunters first came out, 
they were really something. And then they started to go a little Hollywood. Mm -hmm. and, and some of the newer ones now, I mean, I, I don't want to name any shows because I don't want to blacklist myself <laughs> from them. <laughs> I have to admit, some of the shows have gotten, I mean, if you're doing paranormal investigation and, and something goes thump behind you, you're, you're in the wrong field if you're going to go ah and run from the room. I mean, come on. You know, a little startle is understandable sometimes, but uh, oh, you know, yeah. but oh, well, that's interesting, you know. But I mean, some of them they're well. Put it this way: I was, I, I was put in touch with a with a paranormal show, and they did a, an episode about my house that I live in. I still live in right now, and um, so we, my wife and I, were asked to do these little vignettes. They had actors portraying us, which is fine. right. Um, I was. How little, did they do with that? Well, I was a little put out because the guy who played me had a huge bald spot right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's just me. But um, so the day, the night they put it on TV, we had all we had people over. We had popcorn. We were all ready to watch this, and I was so embarrassed. I remember getting up and leaving the room because they embellished so badly. It mm. was just, it was absolutely horrific. Like, yes, they touched on some points of things that were happening, but I mean, they had it set up where. They had special effects where spirits or demons were running up into people's faces and screaming at them and stuff. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, no. Yeah. It, it, I, I don't like when, I mean, I get it because they're, they're trying to sell a product, but uh, but come try to keep it close to the original. But then again, you do that. And uh, like I've had, I've had people come along every once in a while as a guest, and that's great, you know, as a guest. But they, I think they watch too much TV, and then they don't realize that a lot of the investigation is sitting on the floor in a room with an audio recorder and a camera going and asking a bunch of questions in the dark. And a lot of those, a lot of those shows are filmed over a week or two as well. Yeah, and they're combining a week of of experience into a half hour show. But, Which is not easy to do because, trust me, I edit our stuff in like five or six hours. It's hard to get down to a half hour. Yeah. <laughs> so I give them credit. Yeah. So are you kind of, what do you think? Are you, are you seem at it? Like, do you find that they're a little unrealistic? Um, I learn stuff from them, or I try to, um, even off horror movies and such. Uh, and I agree, first couple seasons were great, especially with Ghost Hunters, where they were really trying to do the right thing. But it got to the point where they knew they were going seasons without really getting anything. So they had to start up in the ante. Now, there's a series on Netflix that just came out. And I'm trying, I was trying to look up some of the names because the, the people that were on that show... Um, I kind of uh, chat with them on Facebook a little bit. Um, is the but 28 days one, right yeah. now, that brought up an interesting thing. I don't know how much of it was staged or not, but that brings up the interesting question of do you think that would be better to do a lengthy investigation as opposed to a night or a weekend? I never watched it, so I, I don't really have a comment on that because I've never watched the show. You have Mario. Yes. Um, so what, it's Shane Pittman. It's, is what yes, I chat with Shane Pittman, Jerome Leonard, 
um, there's a few others I can't remember who, who was all on there. Um, but it was based on the theory by Ed and Lorraine Warren that the haunting fully reveals itself by the 28th day of occupancy in the space. Um, whether that's true, I don't know. Whether the show, I, I, I don't think they're the type of investigators that would embellish anything. So mm. I would suggest that they are, but I don't know that production wouldn't without their knowledge. You know, so I agree. I don't know about the 28 days. I mean, we bought this house and it was day one. Yeah, so this is the thing. I, I'm not sure where that sort of sits, really. And I do want to clarify um, when I say I chat with Shane, we're not buddy buddies chatting. I've had a few words with him. I, I want to clear that up. <laughs> you know, nothing more than a quick hey. But um, I, I do like the premise of it. Um, because yeah. being in places, I know that, like, say, the one place we've been to, um, three times, I'd say, a couple times we had absolutely nothing. We went back almost to train some of the new members of the group to the place because it's a big building and kind of learn some, some spooky aspect down in the basement of the building. But, believe, but the last time we were there, we got some major activity. I actually was physically attacked. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Um, my knee, my left knee was felt like you were saying how it was hooked on your back there. Um, kind of grinding feeling in my knee like something was just grinding into it and grabbing into it. And that went on for a while. And so if I had a 28 days or whatever, the time period a month, how much more could we have figured out in that time? Yeah. Now it's hard to get a location and we'll be willing to let you be there that long without a, a major company like Netflix or, you know, those companies. Now, no. when you go into a, here's a question for you. Sorry if I'm interrupting here, but just you made me think of something here. This is a big, a big problem with going into locations in Canada. I don't know if it's in the U, same in the U.S., but a lot of places, if they will let you in. They won't let you in until you show proof that you've got uh, private insurance, liability insurance for yourselves uh, for the time that you're there. Hmm. And that be can become uh, something that discourages a lot of teens because you're looking at sometimes up to like three or $4,000 for a couple of days of insurance to cover your whole team while you're at that location. Well, we're doing this as a hobby. Who's got an extra three or four grand to throw into, a, into insurance? Do you run into that in the U.S. at all? No. Um, I haven't personally, and I, I haven't really heard anybody else say it. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but um, about the most I could say in that situation was uh, was a background check in, like, the yeah. local school and such. So that kind of stuff. I, but as far as insurance goes, no. Yeah, uh, I, I know some of these I run into it a bunch of times. And How you doing, Ron? He's another uh, gentleman that has a team up in Canada. Which part of Canada are you in, Ron? Um, yeah, two legs. You're good. Oh, <laughs> with my okay, I get it now. Uh, 
Yeah, you know, the thing with my knee being hurt that night was I drove standard to the investigation. And it was pretty much uh, to the point where uh, I uh, almost called somebody to come pick me up because I wasn't going to be able to drive. But I, I pushed through because I only lived about a quarter mile away from the place. Uh, southwest out of Chatham. You guys aware of that area? Yeah. So, uh, I don't have a clue. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that was a that was an interesting building. Um, a place we're not really allowed to discuss what it is, but um, it, very historical. I think that building itself was um, 1800s, I'd say. Right. So, um. Now, I'm trying to wrap my mind around a couple of things on where I'd like to, to ask. Now, that's interesting about the whole insurance thing. Yeah, and that's a big deal uh, up here. Like, not every building, but it's, it's becoming more and more uh, common where, where a location will say, okay, you need to show proof, proof of insurance. And, and that can be very costly, like I said. Like, uh, um, I know a team... I know of a team they were gonna they actually had were given granted access to a to like a theater and then they said oh we have to be insured and they looked into the insurance I think the insurance was over three grand for the evening wow so they just said yeah no you can't even divide that amongst the team okay who's gonna everybody's gonna kick in like three or four hundred dollars no you know yeah your average team is a yeah I think there is a lot more hesitancy with this um, sort of investigating well, they don't want someone tripping in the dark and breaking a leg and being responsible for it. That's that too. But as um, you're pointing out in the States, they're not really, they're more carefree to that. But over in Canada, I don't think, I think they're very careful. Well, guys, please don't say that too loud because we don't want that to come down this way. <laughs> I, I'm hoping for the other way around. This, this, this show's done. We're done. <laughs> Cut it off. <laughs> yeah. Let's um, let's help. Uh, from now on, I will talk the rest of the night. These, I'll, I'll read their lips. They're saying no insurances. Nobody asks for insurance anywhere. They'll pay you to investigate. <laughs> <laughs> All kidding aside, guys. Yeah. Oh. So, do you think? that they should i mean i know you're looking from the the paranormal side the team side i understand the reasoning it yeah. it, it, it kind of sucks but i understand where they're coming from because uh in some ways the world's got a little bit litigation crazy and you know you don't want someone um like you, you just you don't want someone coming on your property and 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 like i said injuring themselves and having all of a sudden your rates are going to go up because you're gonna you know they're gonna like you don't you don't want somebody suing you either hey i went on your property and you know your your stairs weren't safe and i busted my ankle you know um so i can see where it's coming from it kind of sucks but uh um ron's saying he's never uh we we and our team has never run into it because again because we don't do a lot of public places but i know some teams that have now when you say ron that a group wants to do that are you talking about a paranormal group or an insurance group or or what and you know maybe that's a new line of work you guys should start investigating uh, investing into is you guys open up your own insurance company specializing in paranormal teams and ufo invasion 
as well. There we go. Yeah, we've got to do that. It's the new thing now, balloons and UFOs. It's all good. <laughs> no. <laughs> Our Goodyear blimp put across their, uh, their thing. Do not shoot us down where the Goodyear yeah. blimp. <laughs> oh, Paranormal group. Yeah, that's, I mean, uh, I'm not going to say that's crazy. I guess I just did. But anyways, uh, you have one location that wants commercial general insurance. I've looked into it, but can't get a quote until June. So I have to wait to find out how much it will cost. Is it worth it to get that insurance or um, too many lawyers? I, I see where they're coming from, but I'm just, again, we're uh, in the position to have to worry about it. So, I mean, that was a general question to Judy. Um, the location you want to go to, is it worth the time and the, the money or is it um, not worth it? Um, so those of you that are watching, say yes or say no on if you're willing to pay money for insurance to investigate. So say yes or no on if you're willing to. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, yeah, if it's like a hundred bucks, there's a few places that it's hundred bucks. Yeah, then you split it like you know, like seven ways on a team, it's not that big of a deal. But if you're talking into the thousands, you're gonna go, hey, you know, right now. Another branch could be Bigfoot insurance. So, in case if yep. you got dismemberment from Bigfoot, you know, your well, family is those walkies. <laughs> <laughs> dismemberment, <laughs> but uh. Yeah. What was, well, hey, what was that? The owner of the property would go, hey, look, you know, you came on our property, a Bigfoot ripped your arm off. Now I'm responsible for it. You know, so, <laughs> that that would be the best case scenario. I saw the one article being Bigfoot sex slave or something like that. Well, I, <laughs> I, I saw that. I did see that article. <laughs> uh, yeah I, I agree ron says i think we as groups are out enough money because it comes out of our personal pockets and you know that's another thing uh and i don't know about you guys but when you add up the little odds and ends like um gas uh batteries um if you really want to figure in the electricity for charging your equipment which most people don't worry about that um if you're going any distance, you got your drinks, your food. Yeah. Um, and I know some teams will will have their members pay dues. Monthly. I've heard that. Um, I don't because I'm asking everybody on my team to to donate their time, uh, you know, their expertise. They're they're driving themselves. They're buying food wherever we're going. I'm not going to say, hey, and can you kick in twenty bucks a month there for our kitty? No, I can't do that um i just i won't do that i do say to everybody hey it'd be great to um um if you know you guys bought some of your own equipment but if you buy your own equipment that's your equipment it doesn't like it doesn't belong to the team so we might all share it the equipment at times yeah judy's like no dues here either yeah um and i just i just the idea of saying hey you want to be part of our, our want to be on our team but you know we're going to bill you monthly for it i can't do that i just can't do now, that. see I will say that not many teams will complain about putting in the batteries and such because we enjoy doing this and we enjoy helping out clients, especially yeah. residential. So when we're saying this stuff, I believe I speak for everybody that's saying something. 
we it's not that we're not wanting to or willing to do this stuff this is just stuff that people don't think about when when they see us out and about doing what we do now my caveat would do is so our team doesn't do it based on the team i'm willing to say they handle the dues appropriately if i could say that um yeah. i guess i could kind of see it like okay we're saving up for this DVR system. It costs five hundred dollars. If we all have the monthly due of twenty dollars within four months, we'll have this group equipment. Yeah. So I, I, I guess I could kind of see it that way, um, yeah. I, and that's that's me showing a little leeway for teams that do do it, um, as well as uh, yeah it was in my mind and then i talked myself right out of it <laughs> i have to bring up I'll be, hey no, not a problem two cats that uh, decided they're going to beat the crap out of each other go ahead and no, take they're good away. they're good as soon as I oh, look okay. they, um so yeah it's just things that te- that outside of uh paranormal teams they don't realize happens yeah, now it's funny because some people will say to us well who, like do that you don't charge any money for it how do you pay for all your equipment well i don't know i know people that collect old cars and that's their hobby so they don't mind this is this is what we do this is this is our passion this is what we do so i don't mind spending money and i do and i will say that facebook marketplace is your friend <laughs> and when you, you look for stuff, when you look for stuff on amazon and such do not put in ghost hunting or paranormal equipment or anything along those lines because that's going to double and triple the price of what you're paying yeah i've noticed that um <laughs> these have uh down in the u.s uh, we got a, a web page up here a website called kijiji is it down in the u.s as well i haven't seen it no um i didn't know if it's just a canadian thing but it's it's kind of like uh, ebay but it's yeah. uh it's it's like a, it's like a massive garage sale you're not bidding on it like you're not they're not taking multiple bids people just put stuff for sale on there that, that's used and I've uh, found some amazing deals on that site, uh, on, like I said, on Facebook Marketplace, and, and repurposing stuff. And, and the equipment that we've got, a lot of it, we just build ourselves. Um, like I've built, uh, I've built several REM pods now. Nice. Um, and YouTube is your friend <laughs> for, for figuring out how to do it. You know, there's a guy on TikTok that I found that I just bought a REM pod from. Our first true REM pod. And... It's in uh, in the uh, Ghostbusters car, Acto One. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, his name is. Uh, you can find him. He's got Scooby Doo machine and and several other varieties. Right. His, uh Tim's Rem Pods. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, we'll look him up. <laughs> the price ain't too bad. Uh, I put my order in, and he delivered it pretty quick. You know reasonable i think he builds them as ordered so it does take a couple of days but like um, well, there's also a, that uh, site called ghost stop okay now ghost there stop. are not really any canadian sites that that sell stuff there are some sites but all they're doing is they're buying from the u.s and then bringing it up and they're mm. and then of course we're trying to buy it with a canadian peso so uh with the exchange rate uh so he, like you might see something on their site but then you got to pay for the exchange and then from what i understand i know some people that bought from them they're also paying on top of it, they're paying duty wow so uh 
you know, so any way that uh, I can make my own stuff, I'd rather just do that before I went out and bought something pre-made. When you guys pay way more than we do, if it's yeah, for the state, the exchange, and then um, and then the duty on top of that, plus the then you're paying uh, uh, the tax on it up here. Right, and so, uh, I've been through GameStop, and uh, I'm actually affiliate. I don't ever do much with it, and so that's on me. Um, but they have excellent customer service. Oh, I, they do. Um, I got no people have dealt with them and I'm not, I'm not calling them down by any means. I'm just saying, right. It's just, just financially it's, speaking, <laughs> financially, it doesn't work just because of, of, of shipping out from the States. And, mm. uh, and really there was a, a there was a, a guy here in Canada that was doing it for a while. He just shut down a while, a, a few years ago. And now you're, you're limited. Um, you know, you're either going, uh, to Europe, where you're going to the states for stuff. Well, you see the market; you have the ability. That's <laughs> the yes. extra income for your group. <laughs> True enough. We can put our logo on it and everything. <laughs> People have done a lot more. Yep. So, but you know what? We've been we're we're approaching the two hour mark. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think we could probably wind it down with the thought of maybe, uh, maybe not in two years, maybe a little quicker. You guys come back. Yeah, well, actually, um, we're we're starting. Uh, we've only done two over the last year, but we're starting to do this sort of thing ourselves. So maybe we'll get next time. We'll get you to be a guest on our show. I'd be happy to. All right. Um, I, I've hesitated for some time doing it, but I'm starting to get more into it, uh, more comfortable with myself. Um, you know, I'm the guy that likes to be behind the camera, but nobody else in the group wanted to do this, so <laughs> here I am. <laughs> um, well, I really appreciate the invite, really do, and uh, th thanks for coming out as well, Mario. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, next time have the whole team on. There's enough room for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I'll just sit back and I'll. I'll mute myself and let y'all just have a wonderful time on the show. <laughs> but I really do appreciate you guys uh, being here and uh, and uh, making it for a wonderful night. Um, I'm actually, when I'm done here, there's another group that's doing a show that I'm going to jump on. Well, not jump on, but watch and listen to. Uh, Chautauqua Area Paranormal Society, CAPS for short. I'll be on Facebook. Brand new group, young kids. They're doing, you know, they're really great. Well, young to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not kids, but um, so okay. they. If if you guys are bored, look them up on Facebook. They're pretty well, good. Okay. But uh, thank you, and I'll stop saying goodbye and <laughs> see you okay. all soon. All right, you I'll take care. You Bye, guys. Okay, bye, bye. Well, guys another wonderful night with our friends from the north um they make this look so easy and good because they have so much say and so such wonderful insights and and things on on the paranormal world and, and just in general they it's always pleasant to to chat with them on and off the the show um we have several other teams that jumped on and uh are wanting to uh, be part of the show, so it looks like we'll be able to to uh, 
have guests for the next month or two. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. And uh, it was definitely a great show. Thanks for everybody coming in and, and watching with us. Uh, with us. Yeah, I was kind of watching too. But thanks for watching and uh, make sure you keep uh, checking back because you never know when I just do random stuff as well. So um, with that being said, be kind to each other. And as always, stay safe. Thanks for stopping down and uh, appreciate the visit. I'll get the hell off of my porch. Uh, we'll see you the next time. Come on back.